No, it's it's mental to think about yeah. not being able to take a day off. It is 100%. And, this, I agree. and streaming's draining mentally. Like, you know, you're not sitting down running a marathon, but your brain is going all the time. Yeah. And it's draining. It's straining. You know, you're tired. Welcome back, everybody, to another RSG podcast. My name's Alb. Hosting with me today, we got the one and only Twistscope. And our guest on the show today is East Coast Gaming, a.k.a. Mikey. How's it going, fellas? Going good, man. It's going good. Twist? Fantastic. Fantastic. Just happy to be Glad here, to be right? Here. <laughs> I love that. Yes, sir. Mikey, how you doing? How's your day going, brother? Going pretty good, man. What, Just uh, chilling all day. Chilling all day. No big plans today? No, I think I got to build a pantry in the closet at some point because I'm running out of storage space for food, but that's about it. Looking uh, forward to seeing those Snapchats of the progression like you did with your bed. This man, so anyone listening or watching, this man's actually goaded at the woodworking. Done uh, some pretty cool shit. Reed, drop a, a picture in um, of Mikey's bed he was making, those Snapchats, and uh, let everyone see what he can do. Brady, what, what were you up to today? A lot of school, a lot of schoolwork, man. Not really a whole lot. School, streaming tonight. Same soul, same old, same old, Elb. You know the deal. Love it. What are you streaming tonight? What about you? What about, what about you, Elb? And me? What's your plan today, bro? All right, so we're going to do this podcast. I'm going to upload it for Reed. Mm-hmm. Um, cut the uh, thumbnail pictures. And then mm-hmm. uh, I'm probably going to have some uh, supper. And then put the little one down. And probably spend a couple hours with the wife before I have to go to bed. Because I have to get up at 2 a.m. So that's going to be my evening. <laughs> Joy, that sucks. Yeah, it's nothing exciting, but, uh, you know, you just got to grind it. Grind it out, mm-hmm. and then uh, it's all going to be worth it in the end. That's what I keep saying anyways. Mikey, sure. what about you? Any plans tomorrow? Tomorrow, I am teaching all day. Okay, so let's talk about... All right, first, give yourself an introduction, all right? Um, this podcast is going to be based about you. Uh, we want everyone to learn about you. We're going through uh, a stream team member every week. We only have probably five or six left. I can't remember the exact number. but um, So, yeah, we're going through a stream team member every week. And uh, today's turn is uh, Mikey, a.k.a. East Coast Gaming. So, Mikey, tell us about you. Tell us where you're from, how old you are, you know, any schooling you got, your your jobs. Tell us, you know, pets, everything. Oh, I don't think we got enough time to podcast for everything, <laughs> man, but... Uh... Yeah, like Alp said, my name is Mikey. I'm 27 years old. Uh, I have two kids. Um, I was born and raised in St. John's. Uh, currently living out in CVS area. Uh, per- my current job is full-time safety instructor. Uh, and with this company, I'm also a confined space rescue tech. Uh, an atmospheric gas tester. Well, what, what, is, what is that? What is the, what, what, what did you say? Atmospheric gas tester. Atmospheric gas tester. And what exactly is that? So, like, with confined space work, uh, people that go down inside, the, like, the confined spaces, the bottoms of tanks and stuff, the air isn't like the air we breathe up top. It's stagnant, and, like, bad gases get trapped down there. So before anyone goes in to do any work, I have to go in and make sure that the air is safe. I'm the, the canary, we'll call it. Um... Yeah, I'll go down and I'll test the space and make sure everything's good. And if if it's not, then there's a whole other process of get to go through cleaning it. And uh, I, I would never be able to do that. Claustrophobic. You would never go, go in? Confined. No, 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 no. Very Biggest misconception about confined spaces is 
how confined they really are. Like I'm not climbing around in, you know, two by three air vents. Mm -hmm. Like this last job I was on, it was 75 feet deep, 50 feet wide, like a hundred feet long. Like it was a massive, yeah. massive space. Are you like, get... um, afraid of the small tight areas, Brady, or is it like, yeah. Anything? So, so when he like first originally like brought it up, my, my first thought is like, you know how underneath your driveway, there's like a, a, a hole, like a, what, like a what sewer. Are they yeah. Like a sewer. <laughs> I, I would never crawl through something like that. I'd be like, if I'm crawling through something, bro, and I can't turn myself around to go back the other way, there's no shot. I'm getting in that hole. I feel that no shot. So like the part of my training was we have this 50 foot sea can and the entire length of it is just tunnels about two by two. Yeah. We got to climb through with a, like a, like a air supply supplied air system on our back. And we have to be able to maneuver our way through this, get the rescue mannequin, and then move him out of the space without trying to like rip off an arm. Mm -hmm. Like that that whole process, yeah. Like I, I panicked the first time I was in there. I got stuck. My I arm got panic. stuck behind me. My other arm got stuck ahead of me. The guys <laughs> cut off my air supply, so I was there just like, what do I do? I'm stuck. I can't get my escape cylinder. I can't move. This this is it. I'm dying in a simulator. Why did yeah, they cut the air off? They want to see what you're going to do in that situation. Like, I, because if you're in a scenario where you need supplied air, the air around you is terrible to breathe. They don't want you ripping your, your mask off and breathing bad air. Yeah. You have to be able to calm yourself down, rotate, and be able to get your escape cylinder, which gives you a small amount of fresh air. Five to minutes, be able to escape I believe, with. Right? Yeah. So they yeah. come in five, 10, 15 minute cylinders. The ones we use are like, or most people use are five minute ones, uh, mainly because they're cheap as fuck. But, uh, that's that's it right so i had myself wedged i was 45 seconds without air wow Damn. wouldn't take my mask off i just i panicked and i took you know took a second relaxed because when you panic you swell that's probably the biggest thing is just like being able to take that minute just like that in that second just like you know yeah, what i mean just just relax i managed to yeah. flop like a like a fish out of water to be able to get my hand out and get it and once i got it out um i had a few choice words with my <laughs> instructor because I, I i at this point i hadn't i didn't know that this was a thing i was the first one in of the day i didn't know they were cutting air and um he had a few things thrown at him including words objects <laughs> i had to take a minute to calm down because i was pissed it's uh it's a rough situation to be in i've like i've dealt with many confined spaces myself and another i want to say before i forget uh brady you said about not panicking um the big thing is hauling your mask off like mikey said because like so, like, there's a, a number of different things that make confined spaces hazardous. It could be a gas or it could be lack of oxygen, right? So, if there's yeah. no oxygen, you can't breathe, um, you pass out. So, and then with the gases, you don't want to breathe them in because it attacks your nervous system. So, the other thing is, too, these bottles are rated in time. So, like, you got five minutes of air breathing normally, not panic breathing. If you're panicking, you probably got a minute of air. So, like, you need to remain calm, basically, to, supply, to like, keep your air good. And also to not freak out and rip your mask off or get tangled up even more, right? It's, yeah, exactly. Uh, it's wild. Just man. talking about this stuff <laughs> makes me like very claustrophobic, panicky. I, don't, <laughs> I I would never be able to do something like that, bro. I respect you for doing it, Mikey. I would never. The, be able the biggest to do thing it. I had to learn was intermittent breathing. Yeah. But like when you're breathing normally, you're just constantly in and out. When you're in, when you're under supplied air, you take a breath, you hold it, you release, you wait, you take a breath, hold it, and release, and just that intermittent. Breathing, slowing it down, actually extends your time, and it keeps you calm. 
yeah. the entire time. Yeah, I can see. At that. the end of the day, during rescue, <clears throat> unless it's like a broken leg or something like that, you got three minutes to get somebody in and out. Yeah, it's before scary. they start to deteriorate, right? So, like, at the end of the day, you're going in most of the time for a recovery operation of a body as opposed to a full-on rescue. It's wild, man. It's I, I've done like your end of it too, Mikey. Where like you're monitoring it, or you yeah. have to go in and like sniff test it first. So like before anyone can work in there, Brady, just so like you're up to it and people listening to, um, basically what Mikey said about being a canary. You have to suit up. You have to go in with a gas tester and make sure that the levels are okay. Like people can actually safely work in there, and then you come out and then other people can go in. And then you just sit there by the door and make sure, like, people come in and out. Everyone who goes in comes out type of thing. <laughs> yeah. It's a stressful job, man, especially when you got, like, it's not so bad when you can disconnect everything from whatever the people are going into, but it's when you can't is is the scary part. Because absolutely anything can happen, right? I'm not sure. You've probably seen some crazy stuff, uh, Mikey. Oh, man. it's It's been wild. I've seen people use water tanks as sewage tanks and have, like, completely toxic gas coming out of it. I've been on uh, a ship recently where they were purging out bad gas and they were purging in uh, nitrogen which is an asphyxiant right but it's not it's not explosive so they pump it in to force every all the bad stuff out and then they pump in oxygen they didn't seal the space when they were doing the nitrogen purge and it actually leached into another space oh no and we we came in that morning and every alarm that we had set up was going ballistic That's like, dangerous we were panicked. We were like, what the fuck's going on? We had to go in. We had to, like, we could show up early anyways. We had to gear up even earlier and get out and figure out what was going on and then just get it ready because we couldn't slow down the project. Right? So it was it was hectic. And sadly, the safety meeting that morning, or that evening, sorry, was about someone who had a paper cut. And not once did I get brought up about this this gas. Water on their fridge. They don't want safety panic. They just... They're like, all right, we're going to talk about, you know, wearing your proper gloves and stuff. You know, the guys that almost died or could have died if they went into this space, that's fine. We're not going to worry about that. Did anyone get fired for that? No. Wow. That's insane. Usually, like, safety is number one, and and people don't really like to play with that stuff. But I guess everywhere is a little bit different. A little, like, safety culture. Well, the thing is, is people make you think that safety is a big thing. Safety is always secondary to production. Oh, 100%. it'll always be like that with every company. Yeah. So, like... They, they these these companies are saying that yeah we you know we've had a million man hours with no one no last time injuries. Someone could have had their foot cut off, but they're sat at a desk now doing their work. Yeah, the very next yeah, so, day. So it's not considered a work. If they're not if they're not away from work, it's not considered a uh, time lost. Last time, yeah. exactly. Okay. Yeah, okay. and if someone dies, it's not a last time injury. No. And most of the it's like several. when you're bidding on a job as a company, the people who have the work for you are looking at your last time incidents and also your insurance goes up with last time incidents so if they can get you back like quickly and have you like you said sitting at a desk like the very next day or whatever your very next working day um it's not a last time so that's 100 percent. they try to and I, I've, there's a there's a company i'm not gonna say names because we all get in trouble when we say names about companies <laughs> but um their their promotion for safety is if you get hurt on their job site you get about 80% of your wages full covered. But if you happen to get hurt at home, you get 110% of your wages. That's insane. So they're, they're promoting people to, if they get hurt on the job, to wait till they get home to report. That's not right at all. 
And and people will do it too because it's 110. Like 100%. you're making 10 percent more a year. You know what I mean? Yeah. Wouldn't that don't even make sense to me? How? Uh, why would a company offer that? I mean, so they don't they have lost the incidents. Exactly. They yeah. want to keep their safety problems low on their job site. So basically, it's if you break your foot on the job, you can just go home and say it happened there. Yeah. But yeah. the downside on this is that what people don't understand is most injuries, like these people getting hurt, they might be younger and heal a little bit quicker, but like. Injuries that force you to miss work are not injuries that go away. Like they're the ones that come back in ten years, or like never leave, or like back pain, or you know what I mean. Like that's or missing fingers, or or whatever. Like that's stuff that affects you down the road. And then if, for example, say uh, you know you you lost your foot or something, or you broke it and it didn't heal properly, and then you have to take two or three years off work and get surgeries or get your foot removed. You have nothing to go back to to say like i did this at work so like workers compensation can't help you and all that stuff so like that's people just look at oh an extra 10 percent this year that's good with me i'll take it but i'm not thinking about like down the road you know what i mean it, mm -hmm. it's it's a it's a bad thing and and like mikey said a lot of companies are doing it um just so that because it's so heavily dependent on the last time injuries when you're bidding on jobs so it, it's not right in my opinion like People shouldn't be forced to do it, but I, I've seen it happen at, at at almost every job I've been to. Like it's it's not yeah. uh, it's not something that doesn't happen a lot. Put it that way. So, Mikey, tell us more. You do that during the day, you, and you uh, you obviously work in that field. But uh, tell us more about you. Like like what else? What do you do at night? You know your family. Um. So uh, I, I, you know, I see my kids every now and then. Uh, I work. I have my own business that I work in the evening sometimes. Uh, it's a bit of a slow season right now. Uh, I detail cars. I have my own business now for the last three years with that. Five years. I don't know. I lost track long ago. Time flies. Uh, oh, yeah. Like, so quick. But I, I, I've been doing that. Uh, I went full-time with it, actually, just before the lockdown, the initial pandemic. And uh, it was a wild, wild six months of, you know, companies with contracts and I had people hired on and then pandemic hit and it was just nothing for a year. So yeah, I, I do detailing. Um, I actually went to school for engineering, uh, made it through a year before, uh, my girlfriend at the time got pregnant with my son. So I was like, all right, well, you know, dad duty calls, gotta go make some money. But I am going back to school in September now for carpentry. Okay. <clears throat> what, what what type of en engineering did you do? So the first year is just your general, but my plan was to go in for mechanical engineering. Okay. Um, I always loved, always had a passion working on cars and building cool shit, and um, I was just just was just gonna go from there. And uh, yeah, life happened, and feel that. gotta make some choices. The yeah, pandemic I mean, was not good for anyone. Pandemic ruined everything. It was not good for anyone. I it feel was good for streamers. It was good for streamers, man, and it actually, like, obviously, I don't wish that the pandemic happened or that, you know, people got sick or, like, anyone, you know, lost their lives or any of that stuff. Um, it's obviously a tragedy, uh, but it did kickstart uh, RSG, I have to say. It forced me away from, like, the live LAN events and into the online events and then, like, streamers and so on and so on. So, I actually don't even, I don't think we would be sitting here right now having this podcast if the pandemic didn't happen. Like I'm like 110% sure of that. Maybe like not right now, maybe like, you know, 
in years to come, it would have switched to that, but like not right now at all. It yeah, no. the process up a little bit because of the online, yeah, type stuff. Yeah, well, like, before you were just doing land tournaments and you were just kind of reaching out local, but now you're way broader than just local area. Exactly. Right? Like we span to Denmark, Scotland, just everywhere in the United States, Canada. So like, mm -hmm. it it went more that way, which is great. Like, don't get me wrong, I love it. Um, I would like to do um live land events again, but I honestly, I can say that I don't foresee it happening. Like, I'd be way more inclined to doing uh. I don't know, like a meet and greet or like a, a big barbecue day, like MFAM done or something like that. You know what I mean? Then, uh, then an, a live land event, just because of the fact that everything right now is just, you know, like since the, the pandemic is mostly gone towards, uh, PC gaming. So it just makes it that much more difficult. Um, everyone has a PS five now, so you'd have to do with that. Just to, you know what I mean? It's, it's just so much more. And it, it's like a three or four day thing. Uh, followed by like weeks of planning and uh, promotion and all that stuff too. So with our current content schedule, I just, I can't see it happening. Don't like, don't quote me. I mean, it might happen sometime down the road or whatever, but uh, this summer, man, I definitely want to get everybody together a lot more. And uh, you know, kind of like the end of last summer, I want to say do some paintball, man, have like a bowling night and, and stuff like that. Like get everyone together and all that. But uh, I would love that. That'd be I, so I cool, been man. That forever, man. I would love to just like, not not only streamers, people that watch the streams. Yeah, oh, hundred percent from the area. Not only streamers, dude. Everybody. I want to get that my community, my community, everybody, man. Yeah, hundred percent. Would be awesome. And, and like Killum's <sighs> community wants to do that too. Like, uh, Killum wrote uh, wrote me not long ago and said that like you know they want to do something um something like that. And I think that that would be cool. Like, get everyone's communities together. Um, you know, I'll rent a spot or or whatnot and figure out the. Uh, details of it later but i think that'd be really cool man i want to do a lot mm -hmm. more like paintball was so fun i don't know if you guys had fun at that but i had a blast that, that was probably fun. the most fun i had with the boys in a long time i agree man you got uh you got smelted a couple times mikey i got worked <laughs> and it, of course it would be hunt that was absolutely murking me the whole day dude he's fast he's you got fast, hit by the uh small. you got hit by that guy too the, the, in the video oh, that was yeah. on YouTube, the dude came around that car and just Shirls. pelted you. Yeah. yeah, man. He absolutely pelted you with like five I or six. I, I managed to take out Hunt, and all I hear is Sheryl's just pop up like over the car, and I was like, oh, fuck. Man, you guys gotta check that out. Anyone listening or watching this right now, check out the RSG YouTube and watch the uh, the paintball video. It's in the IRL playlist, but it's like, it should be at the top of the page anyways, is like when you first get there. It is so good. Uh, you'll see exactly what we're talking about. I might even get read, maybe put like if you can put a, a snip of Mikey getting shot up by Sheryl's. Don't look down, just follow me. Oh, 
he had the the cam on his head, was it, or is it a gun? One or the other. I think. It was uh, a gun. I, think I, I don't remember on that one. I think it was a body cam. It might. Oh, it might yeah. have been a body cam. But you can he actually had the body cam, so you get the full yeah. right there. You can yeah. see him peek the corner, and you're just behind the car, and he just buries you. <laughs> oh man, you got a little bit few I was, times. I was pissed after that one. I was I was actually really mad, and I don't, it was just the fact that I got shot. Like everything was hurting, <laughs> yeah. and like I I went back after and I watched the video. I was like, oh man, I got fucking destroyed. <laughs> That's funny, man. I had a, a really yeah. good time, but yeah, we'll we'll get back on track. We'll start talking about Mikey again. So <laughs> we we basically got everything uh, about you. Um, let's talk about what got you into streaming and your streaming career. Yeah, so, I mean, I've been playing games now, fucking, since the first PlayStation came out. I woke up and Dad had the PlayStation set up with Sledstorm, like a snowmobiling game hooked up. So first game was, ever? First console ever was a PlayStation 1. First game I ever played was Sledstorm. Okay. And I was hooked. <laughs> Like instant, like my cousin had games. He would like let me like watch and play N sixty four and stuff like that. But I never got to like get into the game until that. And then I was, and then I got what is it? I ended up in I had surgery when I was in like grade three, and they brought an Xbox in the room for the week. So I spent an entire week, twenty four hours a day playing Xbox. That's pretty sweet, right? So like it was it was pretty cool. Like the Janeway is is, is solid for stuff like that, and then just kind of grew from there. And then I got into what was it? Probably high school, I got into Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. And that kind of sealed my fate for Call of Duty. No game could ever be as good as that for me. Is that your, your top? That is my top game. I, I'm still trying to figure out how I can go back and play that game now. Dude, um, what's the next game coming out? Is it a remake of that one? Is that what they're talking it's, about? It's kind of. It's like Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, yeah, yeah. foolish like that. Yeah. And Pretty- that game is going to be out for two years. It isn't. They're not gonna... making what they're not making. They're making a Call of Duty this year. Next year, they're not making a new Call of Duty. The first year ever. Like this new one that's coming out this year is going to be. I I can look it up and confirm it. But this Call of Duty they're making this year will be the Call of Duty multiplayer for two years. I heard. Yeah, that. I heard that as well. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know if they were taking like a one year gap now, or if it was coming out this year and then they were doing the year gap. Well, I don't know. I had to look it up, but. I do know that there is going to be a two-year period of that, that that game is going to be the sole focus of multiplayer Call of Duty. Sweet. I hope that comes out this year. Well, there's a lot of riding on it too, right? If this game, if, if the game is, is trash, if it's ass, then it's going, to get, it's going to get bad. But if it's a good game, which we all hope it will be, um, then those two years will be good two years. It's, it, yeah. I, guess, I guess it's more so the multiplayer people that are hoping for a good game. Yeah. Because like, like I said, it'll be for two years. Right? What do, what do you yeah. think they're doing with Warzone? riding on it. Well, I, I, it's all gonna be integrated. You, you would, you would think the same as Vanguard, same as uh, Cold War. It'll all be integrated. You think they'll just wait, like completely new Warzone, or what? Or do you think it's gonna be like based off of the current one? Well, no. Well, I, I think Wars. I think you mean how is it gonna flow into Warzone? Yeah, like, do you think it's gonna be the same? Like, you know, there's a contract, same contracts, and all that. Or do you think they're just gonna like yeah, completely I, start over? No, I think it'll, I think it'll be the same. I mean, it's just Warzone. I mean, they're after releasing three different games, and it's it's been the same. Sure. That's my opinion. You know, they yeah. released. It came out with the the Modern Warfare, was it, or what? What or what was the what was the first game that came out with Warzone? I think it was Blackout, wasn't it? No, no, no. I'm talking like when Warzone came out, like the first guns that were integrated oh, into Warzone were from the Modern Warfare yeah. game. Then That's it was exactly Cold what it was. War. Yeah. Then it was Vanguard, and then those three games 
I mean, the game hasn't really changed all that much. No, it's, you're using this. You're using the exact same perk since day one. You're yeah, using double true. prime. You're using amped. You're using overkill to, to run two primaries. Yeah, I'm yeah, hoping that perks. I'm hoping they do a new one, man. Like they went from blackout to warzone, right? I'm hoping that, that they just come out with a new warzone or, or whatever it's going to be called. Yeah, so like I've been yeah. reading into it as well. Uh, from what I've read, they're actually coming out with a whole new Warzone two. Ah, let's go! All right, that answers our question. I think I did. Now. Yeah, no, I read that too, actually. Yeah, yeah, so like it's it's not confirmed. There's nothing confirmed right now. It's too in the early stages for anyone to actually like give definitives. But it's it's a lot of speculation that that's the plan. The guys that are really close into the Call of Duty scene and like in in tight with that with Activision and things like that, posting this stuff. Love that. That's gonna be. Yeah, I forgot about that. That's gonna be great, man. I can't wait for that. Uh, ho hopefully, like, I, I can't really get any worse than we've seen Warzone's worst state, I guess, so it can only go up, right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I I can't remember if I heard it was late 2022 or early 2023 they were coming out with this. Like, alright, that's not that long from now. That's alright. No, it's not, but it all depends now with the Microsoft uh, buying out Activision. I don't know how that's going to play on their timelines. I can only see it being good. Like, maybe not for the timeline, but for the game. Um, I can only see Microsoft's hands being in there as something good because, like, look what Microsoft does now. Look at Intel. You know what I mean? Like, they're yeah. the top of the top. They have a lot of money, and if they're gonna buy, well, they've already bought. So if they're gonna be in on this now, they have so much technology, bro. They might have like better ways to integrate Intel because, like, most people are gaming on an Intel computer, right? That's what you know over Verizon or whatever. So maybe it could run smoother be better optimized like i think it's going to open up a lot of doors especially with the team that they have man and all the money they have i think they can get some like really really strong editors in there maybe even get a proper anti-cheat to release with the game too right uh, especially if it's going to be around for two years the the variant league the cdl scene they're going to need something that is you know dependable reliable you know not all these bugs like it did when the first vanguard first came out and obviously an anti-cheat I mean, as soon as Vanguard came out, we had uh, a streamer release, like, a 20-name list of, of known cheaters that are playing for money. So, like, I think they need to get away from that, especially if it's going to be here for two years, man. You're right, Twist. It has to be a banger. Um, it has to, like, they have to have their shit together. I would rather wait until March next year um, than get it October this year and get a good game in March versus a bad game in October. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, That's, that's how I sure. feel about it. Yeah. I think that, like, if they wanted like COD to keep its name and, and still be reputable and you know keep pushing and have all these purchases, uh, it's great that they're going two years, man. Don't get me wrong, because having to spend a hundred bucks every year on the same game is kind of lame. You know what I mean? Um, they should should never be like that. And uh, it's just dividing the community. Like the people who like this game or don't have the money to buy another game or don't see the you know the reason to do that. We're eliminating them from public matches, from possibly playing Warzone to being more involved in COD, you know, and uh, playing in a competitive scene, for example. Like, people don't always have money to spend 100 bucks a year on, on the same game. So I like that. I think that's going to boost the player um, pool overall. And uh, I think it's going to just, like, bring a, a better experience for, for everybody. So ho hopefully it's a good game, like you said. Going to... Mm -hmm ran a little bit off topic we when mikey talked about his favorite <laughs> game again but yeah. uh, it's good conversation i love it brady i want to ask you before we we uh, get back to mikey what is your all-time favorite cod uh it's a split between modern warfare 2 and black ops 2 i'm gonna say modern warfare 2 though modern warfare i, 2? I love that game yeah i'm uh cod 4 i guess it's the original modern warfare 
God four. Yeah. I I didn't play Call of Duty four. Okay. I, See, I, I, I got on the scene when Modern Warfare two was a thing. Oh, uh, that's your first COD game. Yeah, first COD game. Okay. Uh, I think so. COD four is my first COD game. I think that's why me and you probably like that the most. Um, I I've never played anything after COD four until like three years ago, three four years, maybe five years ago. Now time flies. So like 2017, basically. No, 16, mm-hmm. 16. <laughs> I. All right, so I got completely out of gaming, and I, in 2016, I moved back to Newfoundland from Alberta, and uh, I bought a PS4 because the remastered Call of Duty 4 was coming out. So I literally went from COD 4 to COD 4 remastered in my gaming. I didn't play. I watched, like, people play Zombies and World at War and all that, and, like, I've watched GBs and stuff. I keep uh, up in, in the competitive scene. But I, there was a time where I didn't play Call of Duty, and that was the period. COD 4 to COD 4 remastered. It's wild. <laughs> To be to be fair though, between uh, there was games there that were kind of out of whack. What was it? Advanced Warfare. Yeah, it was wild. Ghost, uh, Infinite Warfare. Like there was like a three four year period where Call of Duty just went very out in the deep end of what they were doing, and then they kind of reeled it back in the past few years. But there was like a three four year period where there was a lot of just weird releases for call of duty in my opinion yeah people did like it i i actually didn't mind infinite warfare but advanced warfare and ghost were just not my not my thing at all so you didn't miss out on much is basically what i'm trying to get at here yeah you really didn't i've seen a lot of infinite warfare i I don't i'm not like into the jetpacks or like the boosting or wall running i'm not into that stuff i'm like a boots on the ground guy you know what i mean Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's probably just because it's what i've always played but I don't know, man. It's just something about playing Call of Duty and having some dude fly through a bomb site or something. It's just like, I don't find that enjoyable for me personally. I'm not sure about you guys. <clears throat> no, I mean, it added a whole other skill gap between people because a lot of people didn't understand how to use it to their advantage, except for like the pros. So like it, it created an even bigger gap in Call of Duty for being able to play and it just wasn't fun. Like I, th- I, I think uh... I played the campaign way more than I ever played multiplayer. Okay. I, I I did enjoy the wall running, actually. Yeah, but it but in but that was infinite infinite warfare. But when advanced warfare warfare was a game, uh, that was like I think that was the double jumping the uh what were they called um the exoskeletons. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. I didn't like that one, and and ghost I didn't buy ghost. I never played it. I have no idea what it is, but I've only heard bad things about it. I never played it either, but. One thing I noticed, like, lo- looking at the, uh, my following list on Twitch, like, the S&D grinders, or, like, the guys who are playing Money 8s or, like, Chows or whatever, um, sometimes they go back to it. They go back to Ghosts, like, they'll play a game, uh, here or there, a tournament even, um, sometimes they still run tournaments, really old game. I'm not even sure if it's still happening. This was, like, last year I seen it. Um, but, yeah, like, sometimes they, they do go back for a Chow on that, so I don't know if it's just, like... It's probably, di- what it is, Al, is probably the map structure. Yeah, or right. It's probably game. got the three lanes, right? Yeah. yeah, or or that. But I'm just saying, like the the multiplayer maps, they probably got a good structure. They got the the, the outer lane, middle lane, right lane. They got the lanes for a good search and destroy scenario. Yeah, hundred percent. And that's Maybe. exactly yeah. all the map takes for search and destroy is three lanes, man. And yep. they're trying to change that, like, and they have been. I mean, you can just jump over walls now with a jetpack or whatever, fly up in a window, or get on top of a building. Um, in those particular games we were talking about. So, like, they changed that a lot throughout the course of it. But I think it's slowly getting back to it, man. Like, I know this one, you can you can vault up on roofs and stuff, which is fun. 
Um, you could always get on a roof here or there in uh, in every COD, but um, I think it's like trying to get back now more to the three lane system. So you can't just like overlook the whole map. It makes it difficult mm -hmm. to to play S and D, in my opinion. Hundred percent. All right, so Mikey, we'll get back to you now that we went off on our COD. <laughs> we all we all love COD, so you you got your uh, your PlayStation, you got into it. Uh, take it from there. How did how did you lead into into streaming? So like, you got, do you guys remember Mixer? Yeah, mm -hmm. that was a thing. So like, Mixer was always integrated into Xbox. So occasionally, you know, I like what the fuck is this? I I push go live on it just to see what would happen, and nothing ever came from it. I was just you know foolish, not really understanding what was going on. And uh, my buddies used to get me to play Fortnite because I was always COD player. Like, I didn't. That's what I played. I played last COD before Warzone was World War Two, And I was just playing that all the time. And then they were like, yo, download Fortnite. And they pushed and pushed and finally downloaded it. And uh, one one day I was on Facebook. And I got an invite from Arrow, Alex Percy. Like, he invited me to like his page. And I was like, on the go. So I went in. We started playing together where he was streaming and stuff. And I ended up creating a lot of content with him without creating content. If that makes any sense. I didn't know you play you play with him um like before RSG and all that. That's cool. Good to oh know. yeah. Like just just probably like four or five months when he like when he first started streaming. Yeah. Uh, I was playing Fortnite with him all the time. And I was a character man. I was raging all the time, flipping out. We do the <laughs> custom lobbies and stuff and it would just be a good laugh and he always wanted me to come play with him. So, like, I was... And, like, when I was on a course, I wanted to go play with Alex. He's fucking insane. Anything he plays. Right? So, like, I was getting carried to easy dubs all the time. Um, and then I got pushed into downloading Warzone. And then nobody would come play. Everyone was still stuck on Fortnite at the time. Because it was, like, brand new. Um, the dynamic was so much different. And uh, I was like, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to... I'm actually going to try and start streaming. I start something up. If it goes somewhere, great. If it doesn't... No big deal. And my first setup was my Xbox. And I was streaming to Mixer, screen capturing from Mixer for, from my 1953 laptop, and then using the webcam and the microphone from the laptop for the stream. <clears throat> Quality was terrible. Audio was terrible. Voice was terrible. Like, it was just terrible. And I was petrified to tell anyone that I was actually doing it. So, like, it wasn't growing. And then they shut down Mixer right around the same time I started. So I ended up having to go to Twitch. And that's when I was like, the latency issue where it was like there was a bit of a delay with Twitch and stuff like that, I had to uh, invest in a computer. And I managed to pick up my cousin's old, his like first gaming computer for like a hundred bucks. The only thing I need to buy was like storage. That's kind of where I went from it, went with it from there. Um, you know, hit the hundred follower goal and just kind of started growing. I remember I called Twist out for <laughs> sniping. I remember this. So how and did you, uh, how did you transition to Facebook? <laughs> so I, I started on Facebook, like actually on Facebook. That oh. was so like I, I had the Twitch account just to stream onto Twitch to capture it to Facebook. Okay. So like it, it just got complicated and stuff like that, and I, I was like, this is just getting too much. I want to improve my quality. I had a capture card, but it wouldn't work with any of my laptops. Right, it had to be a USB 3.0 system, so I needed a computer to be able to run it. That's kind of where I was. I upgraded to this piece of shit PC. Mm -hmm. And like I'm, I'm talking like, uh, it was an FX 8320 or something Ryzen with a 380 graphics card, old as hell. Oh yeah, Damn. like this thing is a dinosaur in the world of computers. 
And I made it work, and my capture card was always cutting out, and I'd always have to go in and reset it on stream and stuff, and it was like, I can tell people getting annoyed with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I managed to convince uh, my dad to buy me a new motherboard. So I picked up the CPU off Buford, BTJ. And yeah, that's kind of where I went from there. But Facebook has always been the home for me. So, so literally... Oh, you go ahead, Brady. I, 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 I gotta say a quick question. Well, not really quick. Um, So, into Facebook and stuff like that, um, I'm I'm curious, like, with everything going on in the past two or three months with, you know, a lot of people on my Twitter are complaining about algorithm, notifications not going out, uh, a bunch of stuff getting copyrighted. What, what What's your thoughts? What, what's your thoughts on that, like, moving into the future? Um, so it's it's a tough one. I mean, me and Facebook have had our, our indifferences um, just before, I think, summer last year. I was in algorithm. I was getting 150 returning viewers. I was getting, you know, no less than 20 in the stream. Like it was booming. And then one day, I'd like, I mean, I changed absolutely nothing. And then one day it was all gone. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and what the do you fuck? think? Do you think that has anything to do with, like, what, what, what do you think is, is, the, is, the, is the case there? Why? What's your opinion uh, on I th- that? I think I fell out of algorithm. So maybe I, maybe I stopped playing music one day or one thing I maybe posted too many times or not enough. And it just kicked me out of the algorithm. Once you're out of the algorithm, you're out. Mm-hmm. You don't have a continuous community build. You're not going to stick around. And the problem was with when you're in the algorithm, it makes it look like you're inflated. Like I was getting a ton of viewers. I was getting a ton of likes, but there was nobody sticking around. There was no one chatting in the, in the comments and stuff. Like I was still getting like 30 comments a video. And a healthy chat is a, is a good chat because I mean, if, this is if, it, let's, let's say, let's say, you know, uh, even myself, if, if there's no one talking in the chat and a new viewer comes in, let's say, uh, initial thought from the new viewer is not much happening, not much of a community exactly, and, and, and they'll probably keep swiping through a uh, healthy chat is a very good chat. And if you don't have it, then you're, you're in trouble, right? Like I'd rather sit down and have a constant chat with two or three people, the entire stream with two or three viewers. And it makes you feel like you had a really good stream. Like you're mm-hmm. streaming, and you got like viewers of like six to ten, and there's nobody speaking. You need a good foundation, Mikey. Yeah, yeah. right. right? You need so a good like, foundation. I think that's that was that was one. really hard. Right, that was that's difficult for me to try and build a community for whatever reason. Nobody wanted to stick around. I still haven't figured out the, the secret to it. Maybe I gotta look like Twist or something. <laughs> Once you <laughs> have that, bro, it's a good. grind, bro. To grind. Right? Like, I, like I got my regulars. Don't get me wrong. Like I still got the two or three guys that come in every day, every stream. They're always chatting and stuff, um, and things like that. And at one point there, back in September, I said, "F Facebook," and I'm gone. I moved over to Twitch completely. Uh, Twitch was great for about a month, and in that month, I ended up having to leave and go out on a, on that project out in out in Bull Iron. So I ended up losing the algorithm with that, and I lost the algorithm on Facebook. So when I started over again in the new year, I basically started fresh. I was back to no interactions, no viewers, no co- like just nothing. But the one thing I did learn was consistency. And how is that on your head, Mikey? That's tough, man. That's a tough one. When you when like it's it basically starting over from scratch when you've mm-hmm. been at it for two years is it's it takes a toll. It's like is this even worth it? Mm-hmm. I want to keep doing this. But the only way to to build a community and build up again is to the consistency, man. Stay stream the exact same time every day. Set a schedule. Stick to that schedule. And I'm having more fun now just 
playing games with the boys, having a couple people, and creating more offline content than I ever have in the last two years of streaming. That's what I was going to bring up. Offline content. You are pushing a ton of it right now. I love to see it. But that uh, is right when this podcast started, I posted a TikTok. I had one of the drafts because I knew I was going to be on when I needed to post today. So I just had one saved. And I just hit publish and I just threw my phone to the side. I haven't checked it since. Yeah, I uh, I seen that Amax video you posted up. It was a great job. Great Thank job you, editing. Uh, at the end, you had the, the attachments come up. You went to the edge of a rebirth map. Showed off the gun, put the attachments up. It was a great job, Mikey. Seriously, yeah. props to you, bro. Props every, to you. Every every video, I'm doing a little bit more with it to try and make it flow better. You know, get more, make it more entertaining for people to actually watch. So I, mean, I don't know, I don't know how to someone. do that, bro. I don't know how to do I mean, that. Well, I mean, there's nothing worse than going in and you watch somebody's TikTok and it's like 30 seconds of them just shooting. No, no inter, no inter, no changes. Just shooting, 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 and then half a second of a loadout, and you're like, I'm not even gonna watch it again. I agree. It's not. Worth Right, you're, so like, you're doing it right, and like there's there's more I could be doing and stuff. Like I'm I'm constantly researching on how to build more you know offline videos and what drives people to it and how you get people to stay and follow and stuff like that. And uh, I mean, I started with 25 followers on TikTok two weeks ago, and I'm over 100. So like it's it's growing. Love it's, that. It's it's great. Like it's I know it's it's, it's only 100 people, but then so I have a question. People. I have a question based off what you just said, right? Yep. So you say you're getting <clears throat> followers on TikTok, yep. which is awesome. It's great. Do you think people on TikTok want to watch you on Facebook or would they rather watch you on Twitch? And this is what I haven't found out yet. Um, I've had like a guy the, message me from TikTok on my Instagram and he, we, we chatted and linked up and he came over to my Facebook stream for a bit. Right? So like it's it's a it's a tough one. It's a, it's a tough battle. Like a lot of people only associate streaming with twitch mm -hmm. and that's that's the big drive is people who are blow up on tiktok they blow up on twitch you never really see it from facebook yeah right? so it's it's a tough it's it's a tough one and i and i don't think i'm big enough yet on these platforms to understand how it would affect it you know like it's still it's still new i'm still not getting huge numbers yet and uh, i'll 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 definitely answer. Come back to that and give you an answer. One. There's always, there's always better things. I mean, you can always, you know, the the things you're putting on TikTok, throw it up as a reel on Facebook. Oh, and that's that's it. Like, TikTok mean, is not the only thing I do. I post up on uh, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. Hover is a new app that uh, Killam Gillen told me about for streamers. Huge. And uh, it's yeah, well, pfft, I I don't even I haven't posted anything in a week, and I'm every day it's like five followers. To that's me, hot, right? To me, all that comes back to. You know, do they want to come to Facebook or do they want to go to Twitch? It's I I can't I don't know. I've never seen someone blow up on Facebook gaming from TikTok. I see it all the time on Twitch. It's definitely but harder, that's... no doubt about it. Like it, it would be way more difficult to get uh you know that huge you know TikTok famous on Facebook um, versus Twitch like right away. You know what I mean? Like everyone got Twitch. I I'm a firm believer. Like my mother has Twitch, right? Everybody has Twitch. Um, a lot of people have Facebook, man. There's billions of people on Facebook, but the difference is, do they watch games on Facebook or do they watch games on Twitch? I still think yeah. you will get people, like you said, you already had one guy come over out of 100. Yeah. So like, even if you get one out of 100 and you end up with 100,000 people, like that's still good, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then, well, this is it. Twitch, when people are on Twitch, they got, are they in the billions yet on Twitch of users? I'm like not the sure. hundreds of millions, but like there, there's a there's a ton, right? 
but they're there solely for the purpose of watching streams. Yep. Where, like you said, billions on Facebook, their only thing is they're just there for Facebook. People use it for social networking, businesses. It's a very minute amount of people actually watching gaming. So, like, you see somebody like, let's say, Stone Mountain, he'll get 20,000 viewers at a time. He's probably one of the biggest streamers out there right now. Yep. But you got people like Nick Merckx and Tim the Tatman who are getting 100,000 doing the exact same thing. I agree. Right? Uh, Using, you... Sorry, go ahead. I'm assuming that Stone, uh, he probably got uh, like a sponsorship or like some kind of a contract to come over on Facebook. I, I would think myself. Yeah, so he actually signed with Mixer from what I, what I research I did years ago. Now. Uh, I believe he signed with Mixer, and when Mixer went out of business, he Facebook picked him up. Gotcha. That makes sense. So he, right, and he's he's always been on Facebook. Like he was always posting videos to Facebook and stuff like that. I think he just went streaming full time when Mixer integrated into Facebook. Yeah, right. Because that's that's how Facebook got its gaming thing is it absorbed Mixer. Right. Um. But yeah, that's and I mean the dude's got over two million followers on Facebook right now. Oh, he's huge. Mm -hmm. I see him sometimes like, like six thousand viewers, which like don't get me wrong, that's amazing. Um, I just I feel like some streamers would do way better on twitch and i think that if stone mountain was on twitch those times that i've seen him at like let's just say he's even at fifty thousand, uh he would probably be like you know 75k on twitch like i think that he would have way more viewers on twitch but you're right his videos blew up on facebook like the trolley ones that yeah. was like where i originally found stone mountain years and years and years ago where his like yeah. army trolling facebook videos and then i followed him uh, elsewhere like that's how i found stone mountain so like he's definitely doing good on uh, facebook don't get me wrong plus a contract i just feel like you know like you guys are saying twitch is made for people to watch people play games but i think facebook man is it's i'm a strong believer that facebook is going to be like on the up and up right away especially now that like this blizzard and activision uh thing is going on like i just think that it's going to be it's going to start climbing like they're doing so many incentives to get people involved and like to get people interacted. So like, for example, the star challenge or the sub challenge, like it, it forces streamers to be interactive with their chat and make the chat be interactive with the stream. Like, I think that's all yeah. really good yeah. tools. Let's talk about the star challenges because I never got paid out for one yet. Oh, really? They haven't, they haven't paid out them yet. Um, a lot of them are glitched. Uh, I've had nothing but bad experience with those star challenges. Were they supposed to be paid out? Yes. No shot. When? Uh, yes. The the month after you complete it. Okay. So, so there's people that haven't been paid out. A lot of people. That did you get paid, paid out? out? No. No shot. Did you did you like submit no. a ticket or anything? Yeah. Wow. Who, who do you talk to? <laughs> they don't, the, the customer service is 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 absolute ass help. I never it's knew that. Ass. That that Dude. changes everything. So going back to, I know we already went through, but I started up a little article. Um, total hours watched in the year of twenty in the year of twenty twenty one, four point seven billion. I don't know if that's minutes or hours on Twitch. Uh, one point zero four million or billion on Facebook and one point six on YouTube. So add YouTube and Facebook together you're still just under half of the amount that Twitch gets yeah. in the run of a year. Twitch is where it's of at, minutes bro. Watched, of hours watched, sorry. Twitch is where yeah. it's at, but Twitch has a, it's, it's a lot harder to grow on Twitch. It is. 
Dude, I'm in, I'm, in, a, in a sense. Oh, no, Facebook no, kind of gives you their Facebook kind of gives you their false sense that you're huge because everyone in their dog has Facebook and they'll like, oh, sure, I'll follow him just for the sake of following. Yeah, or they'll, they'll support. Oh, he's a buddy. I'll follow the page. Whereas Twitch, when you gain followers, you gain a follower. Mm-hmm. You gain mm-hmm. someone in your chat. You have a chatter. Like this is it's it's looks slower, but you're having the same growth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think like right? it goes it back to uh, what Brady said about TikTok. Like TikTok definitely pushes people to Twitch more than it would Facebook. And then like Facebook, you're kind of on your own. You have to advertise on Facebook. But I don't. I like obviously posting to Twitter, or uh, sorry, Twitter too. But any social media, TikTok included. Like posting these reels and these shorts, uh, like no matter what platform you're on, is a necessity. Like you have to do that oh, yeah. if you expect 100%. to grow. But you're right. Like I, I think you would you would definitely see a better response on Twitch than Facebook. But uh, I, I'm still in a rut about you're not getting paid out, bro. I can't believe that's going on, bro. You you go uh, if you follow the right people on Twitter, you would see that it's happened to a lot of people. Like yeah, a lot damn. of people. Like. Let's say, okay, so uh, there was a big thing released. There was 12 star challenges uh, in the end of last year. I completed the first one, haven't gotten paid out, and it still says com- it still says that first star challenge on my creator dashboard. I have yet to be able to go to the second one, but there's other people that have completed all 12. There's people that have never seen it. There's people that haven't been paid out. There's people that got paid out for the first one, and now it's glitched on their creator dashboard. There's, there's so much issues right now. Um, like hidden that people just aren't seeing, Damn. and and it's it's crazy. I can't believe it. So, is that the star party one you 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 got? Is that the one I'm seeing? Like, no, no. Uh, I can bring it up. I can bring it up. Let's just let's chat about something else. I'll I'll get it up real quick and I'll, I'll explain to you yeah, um, yeah. what I'm seeing. So, Mikey, did you ever have issues getting paid out with Facebook? Uh, no. The only okay. issue is I don't make any money streaming. <laughs> you know, I, I I do this 100% recreationally like I haven't had a payout in 9 months like you said you took a you took a little bit of a break and stuff I think that uh, man you're doing it right now like you said you're 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 having more fun with it you're making that offline content bro like you're pushing offline I see your videos all the time and it's just like opening apps and I see your video so it's definitely getting seen which is great Um, and like I said it, it can't hurt you it's only going to help you it's only going to help you grow it's only going to help your page grow, and then that's when the the financial side of it's going to grow as well, right? Exactly. Like I'm not, I I, I never got into streaming for money. That's that's the first mistake I see a lot of people do is they like, yeah. oh, I'm going to get rich now because Ninja made two million dollars last year from <laughs> streaming on Twitch. They're like, it's not that easy. No, it's not. You, you're you're going broke. And they go out and spend like you know four, five, six, seven thousand dollars on gear, and they're like, got all all the good fancy stuff, and then like. No one's in their chat, and they see it on uh, Facebook Marketplace two months later. Yeah, like, I I mean, Jesus, there's, like, what, 25 setups right now at $5,000 from kids that try to start streaming. Wow. Oh, yeah, like, they were like, oh, I, you know, I don't, I started off, wanted to stream, didn't work out, so I'm selling all my gear. Like, That's you cannot go into this expecting to make money. No, you can't. And n- nothing's you have, guaranteed. You gotta enjoy it. No, f- hell no. This industry is so up and down, back yep. and forth. Right, there could be one guy that's you know he just made ten thousand dollars this month, and then next month he doesn't know if he's gonna be able to make his rent. Yep, and right? it, like it's month to month like that too. It is. It is completely month to month, and it's at the end of the day it comes down to the streamer on how much work they're willing to put in. Hundred percent, and like it, it shows. And every streamer, man, the ones who are pushing their content 
who are interacting, engaging with their chats, like putting up different challenges, doing a couple giveaways, you know, just being more involved than just like sitting there streaming every day are the ones who are getting pushed. Their pages are getting pushed. Um, people are seeing it. They're getting the followers. They're getting, you know, sponsorships come shortly after. Like you can see it. The people who work hard, like harder for it, are the ones who uh, end, you know, usually tend to be successful. So, uh, oh, exactly, right? It's like you said. You can't just expect it to come. If you expect it to come and you think like, oh, this guy's doing it. There's no reason why I can't just turn on the stream and make some money. You're doing it the wrong way, hundred percent. Exactly. Like you gotta, you gotta have a passion for it. Like you gotta have a passion for the game. You gotta have passions for, you know, computers and working with it and making content and just being a fun person to watch. Because there's nothing worse than going in and watching someone sweat their ass off for three hours a day. They don't fuck with chat. They don't talk to anyone. They're raging out anytime someone kills them. That's not an enjoyable stream. No, it's not. You can see it's even so like people who usually pull, let's just say, a thousand viewers, right? You'll see when they get in like demon mode and they're in a tournament and they're like eyes down, head down, like into a game. They're not interacting with chat. There's like half the numbers. It is, yeah, and half like, the numbers. And like, and a lot of these guys, like I've 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 talked to them in their community. Their community is toxic as hell. Oh yeah, there's a, so many toxic right? people, man. Right, like when you get the demon streamers, their communities are just not fun, man. I don't want to like I, I'm. My first little bit of streaming was all about how good I could be. Can I be the best person to play this game? And over time, I kind of realized it's not about how you play the game. It's how much fun you are to watch. Interaction, entertaining. It's all yeah. its all for enjoyment. Like if someone sat down watching you on their computer, on their phone, on their iPad, you're doing that to like relax and be entertained. Exactly. So if you're not entertaining, if you're not engaging, um... You know, if you're not forcing that person to look at that device or whatever, that screen, and see you streaming, then you're never going to... It's like Brady said, you have to make that foundation, man. Once you can get that foundation, get those people talking. Even if you got five viewers all day, but you got, you know, 400 comments, man. Your chat is rolling. It's popping off. Everyone's engaging, and people will see that. It's it's like I, I really stuck to what he said about when you go into someone's chat, you know, if they got 50 viewers and not one person is talking... You're so, like, it just pushes you to, like, all right, close that one out. We'll open up another one because nothing's happening. You know what I mean? Exactly. And if your chat's not rolling, then you are definitely not talking to the camera. 100%. You're not. You're not being entertaining. You're not talking to the chat. You're not going to get anybody to stay if you're not talking to the chat. Even if you have zero viewers, you should be talking to your chat. You know, oh, 100%. If, you know, if someone has a good shot or you do a good shot, like immediately you should be like, oh, that was sick. Like, you guys see that? That was great. Like, even if it's zero, still talk. As that one time that someone comes in, they're expecting you to be talking to them. And if you're not, they're not going to stick around. You'll never have anybody stick around. Exactly. Right. It's, it's all about your interactions. Like, being able to talk to yourself makes all the difference. Like, if someone comes in and you're just talking about what you're doing, about how your day was going, there's nobody talking. They're like, all right guys obviously wants to have a conversation they'll come in they'll have a chat and even if they don't stick around long they'll come in and they'll make an effort to have a chat and facebook will push that to them because they interacted 100 percent. it's been 30 seconds the algorithm nobody everyone complains that they got the algorithm mastered the effing clue about what's going on with the algorithm (laughs) i've I've, I've heard reports from facebook's guys that developed the algorithm and they have no idea what happened it's it's turned into an ai that's developing its own and growing on its own. I feel that. Like it's not it's it's not a controlled like okay, this is this is the code. We know the code. This is what's going to happen. 
it's grown beyond that. And they have no idea what's happening. Hundred percent. I I don't think listen, bro. The algorithm is just something we're going to deal with for the rest of our <laughs> streaming career. It's any, any any streamer will tell you that. And no matter the size, Twitch is the same way. It is. Um, Twitch, you might not Twitch think that it's way. got an algorithm, but it does. It does. It's got it's just a more recommended basic channels. Algorithm. It's got a lot of stuff to it. Um, and Facebook's no different. Brady, you just like, came out of uh, of algorithm, right? Well, I guess you're still. Are you still in it? I don't know. <laughs> well, I, you're, I don't you're know, on the 300s and stuff. Is that still happening? Like I had 500 last... viewers two weeks ago, and, and last stream I had five viewers. Yeah, so like you're so... you're feeling the full effect of it, obviously. Uh, yes. You took a little break though when you were in the middle of, or like you know in the algorithm. Um, you obviously had some stuff you had to take care of. I think it was three days you took off, wasn't it? Two and a half. Two and a half days. Right. Were you yeah. still in it, like experiencing it after that, or was that it? No. Yeah. That was it. Man, it's That's so bad, it. dude. Like, I like how, demor how demoralizing is that? You Dude, it's mean? so bad. You can't even take care of some family stuff and then boom, you're yeah. out of it, bro. It sucks, bro. I talk, like, we've had a lot of streamers in it, um, and we, like, talk to them on the podcast about it. Uh, KB, he's going to drop, like, his podcast is coming live in, like, an hour. It's already scheduled. Um, it's going to be posted in an hour, at, like, from when we're doing this right now. And in his podcast, he talks about how he changed his name. It was K Brunette Gaming. He changed it to K Brunette. So instead of like the gaming, he took the gaming out of it. And uh, I mean, he was in the in the algorithm getting hundreds of people watching him a day. Um, life was good, you know, like as you experienced. And then boom, changed his name, bro. 10 people. It's depressing, brother. Because like, listen, you have to watch your title. You have to watch for links. You have to watch for titles. You have to watch for your thumbnail. You have to watch for this. You have to watch for that. Any smaller detail that you change, you're done. I had a cop. I had a copyright last week. Destroyed my page. Destroyed yeah. it. Then I had two more after that, and now I don't even know. I people come to my chat all the time, so they don't get notifications. They're not getting this. They don't see my stream. They can't watch it. It's laggy. It's delayed. Uh, there's just there's issues right now with Facebook. You told 100%. me you were live the other day, and I went to your page. I actually had to click on your videos. So like, I went to your page. It didn't say you were live. Um, I clicked into your page. Didn't say you were live scroll down there was no like usually there's a video last post video uh live that wasn't there i had to click videos bro and then it showed up mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's insane like it should never be that difficult for anybody like algorithm or not it should never be that difficult to find someone live in my opinion no. like, i mean that's crazy you got people doing this for a career and uh, if someone hits a if someone hits follow that should be it. That should be the end of the story. Then they should be getting notifications and they should see you on your news feed. 100%. Story. It shouldn't be, oh, Bob hasn't watched my stream in three days. So let's offer him the opportunity to cancel notifications and let's not show him Twist Scope streaming more on his news feed. Let's show him a, a video of this uh, cat or something um, instead. You know, it, yeah. it, it's, it's, it's algorithm, bro. It, it, it's like if I don't watch Mikey for a week, I'm going to start getting notifications saying, do you want to see fewer of these notifications from Mikey? And and then I won't, I won't see him on my newsfeed anymore because I didn't watch him for a week in this. But in reality, I could just be taking a break from my phone for four or five days, come back and not see any streams because I haven't watched streams. Yeah. Like, I don't know about you guys, but three years ago, there was not one Facebook stream on my Facebook. I wasn't seeing any gaming streams. Didn't but then once I started... Once I started watching streams and streaming myself, now my Facebook is just a, a gaming central Facebook. Like that's, that's all cool. it is. I don't see any posts from families, nothing like that. I just see gaming related stuff, and that's all algorithm. It's 100%. all algorithm. Yep, dude. I want to talk about uh, briefly 
your copyright strike you've been recently getting. So for anyone listening or watching right now, usually when you say you hear someone say, I got a copyright strike, it's music, right? Like mm-hmm. it, you're playing the music you shouldn't be playing and they shut your stream down or whatever. So Brady, tell, tell us about what you're experiencing right now. Uh, so three days in a row last week, I had a creator from India. I don't want to name, name names, but he has 92,000 followers. He's fully active on the page. He claimed my streams content three days in a row. So three streams in a row. Literally, I got notifications saying uh, your video was claimed by this person for being their own content. That's three streams in a row. This guy just and every single time I submitted a dispute and nothing's done. Nothing's happened. His name is still over on my page. Like underneath my stream, it says to see more from this name. Go here. It's literally advertised underneath my underneath my stream. Insane. I don't know what we doing. What are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? Yeah. What are we doing? That's insane. And then, you know, you add uh, not getting paid for your stuff on top of it, bro. That's insane, man. I can't believe that Facebook, even being so new to gaming, being able to allow some other content creator to claim your content and not do anything about it. Like, they know that this man is not this page. Like, it's Twiscope. It's not whoever I'm that man is. You're live. It's your video. Like, you know what I mean? How can they push a video on a page to another page? It's beyond me. It's beyond me. But like these are so anyone listening if you guys are streamers and you're going through it and you know these you know you're gonna have other issues but if you have anything like this going on just know it's not only you um it's everybody in your you know everybody no matter how big or small you are everybody goes through these um you know we just hope that facebook figures it out and and gets it together but i mean i'm sure twitch has their issues too don't get me wrong i think any platform you're streaming on you're gonna find these issues and uh just just try to push through it man you know if you guys are streaming and you're hearing this right now just push through it um keep going just try try to get you know through this small bit and then hopefully there's a algorithm knocking on your door you know right around the other side yeah Ho- hopefully <laughs> you, you can but never really it, tell it's not good though because like this is lives they're messing like the algorithm is messing with yeah man it's how you put it's food like, on your is, table this is lives you know like yeah. like imagine like imagine a stone mountain or let's not say Stone Mountain because he's always going to be like Z, Stone. These guys are going to be big always because they got the following. But let's say someone with 200 viewers gets a copyright strike. And then all of a sudden, you know, they're making 2, 3K a month. They're making, you know, stars, subs. They got it all, right? They're making good money. Then all of a sudden, accidentally, they're playing, let's say, Elden Ring. And a copyright song comes on in the game. Facebook dings them for that. The next stream they do they'll probably reach less than 75% of what they reached the stream before. Yep, because yep. that's just how it works. Like, you can't play a game with... I, I, like, I can't play GTA RP on Facebook anymore because of the music that's in the cars, because of the music that's in the clubs, because I can't play certain games on Facebook because of the automatic copyright strike. And there's, and there's nothing that can happen. There's nothing that they can do. Like, if you're on Twitch, at least if you're on Twitch, and you can fight that before it even happens. Like, if there's a problem... They'll come to you. They'll email you. Yep. On Twitch, they they're one on one. They have customer service. Their yeah, support is so good, bro. Doesn't. And like yeah. at the end of the day, when you think about it, Twitch has been around before anyone realized streaming was a thing. Twitch has been a thing. They've yep. gone through the motions of all the hiccups and the issues, and they've worked them out. They sorted them out. They figured out where they needed to be better. 
end of the day, Facebook is still really new to the Facebook gaming streaming side of things. They are. Right, so like they get a, they get another ten years of sorting out these problems to get to Twitch's level. Let me ask you this: You guys use Facebook gaming app? I don't. <laughs> Hell no! It's no. garbage. That was that was a complete dive. They that released came a gaming out, app I, two years ago or a year and a half ago when no one's used it. Yeah, it's, it's so bad. Is there issues so with bad. the actual app? Like I downloaded no. it and then I deleted it right away because I had issues with it. I haven't uh, had issues with it. I just like I don't go to Facebook. I go to Facebook yeah. to scroll to watch yeah. reels. I just I want to watch a video of someone cooking a pizza. Yeah, I, I don't I don't go to Facebook, and I stream on Facebook, and I'm saying this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like hundred percent. Yeah, like I'll I'll spend twenty five minutes watching a video of a guy build a table. Yeah, but I don't want to go watch someone stream for twenty five minutes. I guess it's just that. it's it's just it's it sucks to even say this stuff. It is. You know man. what I mean? It's it's tough. Like. And the, and the other one of the biggest things with streaming is networking. Yep. Huge. And and Facebook is terrible for trying to network with streamers. Dude, you got to use Twitter, man. Twitter is Twitter's a banger. Twitter is the literal like it's like the so, TikTok of social media that isn't videos. Yeah, so you remember when Nerves did his podcast? Yep. And all he talked about was how to network. Yeah, it was all about Twitter. <laughs> that sat with me so well to the point where I was like, "You know what? I'm going to try it." And I got noticed Within the first week, by a lot of big name streamers, hundred percent, man. Like repl replying to tweets and like liking the tweets and like, like he said, be the first one to comment and they'll recognize you. Yep. Mm -hmm. Every time, as soon and as it, it goes out, be in there. Yeah, and so like, my phone's here over here blowing up the entire the entire podcast of Twitter. Yep. People post and stuff. He was and, like, 100 at this right. point now. It's been an hour. I can't go back and comment because it'll just fall into the into the mush that is Twitter. Yeah. The the. It's it's not no longer East Coast Gaming has has commented. It's you know this person and sixty other people have commented. You don't even see exactly, the name right? anymore. Yeah, hundred percent. Exactly. So like, get in there quick. That's a that's a, a big thing it. for everyone listening to this. Twitter is huge, man. It, get in on the Twitter game, like Mikey just said. Just just comment on stuff. Like if someone posts something, comment on it, and that's enough for you to get seen. And they'll like start following you and stuff, and be like, okay, this guy's supporting. We'll follow him too. He's a streamer. Then you, you end up playing games with this person. So. I think that's huge. Uh, networking, massive. Building a community, networking, and a schedule. Offline content, top four things of streaming right now. If you guys are trying to make a career out of this or just even be successful at it, those are the four things you need. I'm sure there's more, but I think those are the important ones. And obviously, yeah. you have to so be like, entertaining. For me, I stream two hours a day, four days a week. And I got it set up that I, I have a hotkey, so replay buffer is always on. I do something cool. I push a button. I got a clip. Yep. I don't have to go back and rewatch the stream and cut it out because that takes time. Nobody wants to do that kind of stuff. No. Have it as quick, as easy as possible. Right now, I've got three folders full for the next RSG montage or streamer thing. I've got another entire folder filled with like 200 clips of stuff I'm going to make for offline content for t TikToks and things like that. Love it. And I got another half dozen there I have to go through and cut the clips down. Because I, I cut it at three and a half minutes. So my clip is three and a half minutes of footage that I have to sort through. But it's better than four and a half hours or two hours or whatever it is. 100%. Right? So, like, it, make it as easy as possible to create offline content. Because when I was first started, I didn't I didn't cut clips. You were like, you messaged me like, yo, I need clips. I was like, what? The, how do you do that? <laughs> I'll do it tonight. <laughs> what's, what's, a, what's a clip? And I, like, I would go back and I'd rewatch my streams and I'd cut clips from rewatch streams. And, like, 
man, this is not sustainable. Nah. And then once I came back in the last like six months, I was like, flips, flip everything. It's smart, man. It's just, like I said, I, I said it a hundred times already. You're doing it right. Like that is 100% the, uh, the proper way to do it. Um, hats off to you for doing it too, man. I know you, you posted a Snapchat like 2 a.m. last night, maybe of you editing TikTok. So, um, yeah, good on you, man. Like I, I gotta say, I, I absolutely love to see that happening. Um, before we wrap this up here today, I want, I got one more question for you, Mike. I want to ask you one more question. Yeah, shoot. What's your goals for this year? Um, you know, it doesn't have to be hundred percent streaming related, but definitely something streaming and then maybe like a personal thing too. So for streaming, I would love to be able to get supporter. Love that. That's, that's my goal is that's the whole point of the push for offline content and things like that is to just get to a level where this is more sustainable than it is right now. Right. Cause right now it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's my spare time that I put aside to stream. I would yep. like to be able to have to dedicate more time to it and be able to focus a lot more on streaming and content creation than I do my full time job. Because at the end of the day, I hate my job. <laughs> it's cool. My job is great. Like it's it's amazing the things I get to see and stuff like that. But I hate what I do. So full time streaming basically is what you're pushing for as a goal, say this year. If not f completely full time, definitely more than occasionally. Okay. Right, because like I said, I stream two hours a day, four times a week. Yep. I'm, I'm, I stream for eight hours a week, which is just at the end of the day, it's, it's not going to build a full, like I'm not going to be able to live off of eight hours a week. No, hundred percent. Right, so I'd like, like to get to a level where I can stream more. And I got a question for you. Yeah, man. What's what 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 is your thought? Like, what would you, what would you say if if would you make a new page? At the end of the day, I don't think I will. You wouldn't make a new page for Facebook? No. After being on there for so long, you don't think that it would help? Because there is an audition period when you do make a new page for a month. There is. Um, there, I mean, you hit that beginner's algorithm that they talk about. And it's complete. It'll blow you right up for a little bit. But at the end of the day, I have you know who I am. I have everything built for my page. For me to try and start a new page right now, I'm really not in the mood to start over. Mm-hmm at least start fresh, have everyone come in, like the new page, follow it, try and build it. And at the end of the day, I'm still not consistent enough to justify doing it. Makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. I think if you were like ready to sit down and be like, I'm putting four hours a day into this every day of the week, I'm doing offline content as well. I think that what Twist is saying, making the new page, getting like the push, the initial algorithm, getting into it with all that yeah. on top of it would probably make you pop. It, 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 I mean, you're right there. Like, if I could sit down and it's like, all right, I'm streaming from 3.30 to 7.30 every single day for the next two months with this brand new page, a brand new algorithm, then yeah, it would make sense. But I, right now, it's it, with life and everything going on, I get, I get two hours a night to stream. Yeah. Right. I Between everything going on, that's all I get to stream. And nobody's, and you're not going to get pushed as hard if you're not every single day. 100%. You got to keep that schedule like you were talking about in order for that to yeah. pay off. And you know, like you said, Twist, you were streaming every day, and then you took a couple of days off for whatever reason, the family or whatever was going on, and then you dropped that algo. Mm -hmm. And I went listen to Grizz's podcast. It, same thing happened to him. He was yeah. like, "Oh, I need a day off," and he was like, "I'm in the algo. I can't do it. I can't take one day." You right? can't when you're in algo. You cannot take one day. It's insane. Literally. No, it's it's mental to think about. 
yeah. not being able to take a day off. It is 100%. And, this, I agree. and streaming's draining mentally. Like, yo, know, you're not sitting down running the marathon, but your brain is going all the time. Yeah. And it's draining. It's straining. You know, you're tired. I mean, you, you said it before you even, we started this podcast. You said, uh, you know, you still get that feeling every time before you hit the go live button. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's oh, definitely yeah. mentally draining, man. 100%. I can't uh, disagree with that one bit. But if you say that to someone that has no experience, they're like, you're, you're just playing a game, man. <laughs> yeah, literally. You're just, hitting, yeah, you're just like, going live, bro. <laughs> you're just playing a game, man. What do you mean? No, dude. I'm networking. I'm editing. I'm exactly. doing this. I'm working. I'm watching literally. my numbers yeah. fluctuate. It's a, it's a fucking roller coaster, bro. It's not just playing Sit a game. Down playing live. Yeah, 100%. If you, if you want to go anywhere with streaming, it's not just pushing go live. Unless, unless, you're, unless you're like top dog in the game right i think if you're top then, dog in the game i mean you, you, you don't i mean look at diaz biffle he has no cam <laughs> he's but, not like he's just yeah. an insane player and he's got nine thousand viewers ten thousand viewers eight thousand subs you know yeah, yeah because his his he's built his community not around his content creation but around his gameplay mm -hmm. yeah 100%. right and that's how he built his community which is great i'm not they're not knocking the guy but no, third. He's a, like a point one percent of the population. Literally, but I mean, but like, I bet I would bet my bank account that he is worried. He's worried. What if Warzone dies? What's he gonna do? He's and this is it. Like, it, hopefully the if new Warzone's one's good. Dead, he's dead. <laughs> but that's I what like I'm saying, it. though. Like, that's what I'm saying. If you're not providing some other content besides being amazing at the game, yeah, exactly. What, that's what the downside do? of you see that a lot with and that's, people and that's, try and change games. That's all drop. mental. It is all right. mental. I guess Tom will tell man Warzone's going to switch out here right away, uh, according to what we've researched or, or read or whatever. So uh, that'll. Well, definitely... I don't mean I don't I don't mean like that in like that example in specific. I mean just like in general. Yeah. No, I get yeah, it. Like, game, right? he, he's like, banking you... solely on winning Warzone tournaments, basically, and being cracked at the game uh, for his content for his viewers. Hundred percent. Yeah, you can't be just a one trick pony when it comes to content creation. No, I feel that. Well, I'll, I'll, I'd rather go watch a streamer like KB. Like, don't get me wrong, KB's cracked, but I don't watch him for his gameplay. Dude, fucking hilarious. He is funny. Mm -hmm. I watch him for He's both. He's funny to watch. His his accent is, is... I'm in the knots anytime I'm in there. And I'm not watching his gameplay. I don't really don't care if he gets 100 kills or 2 kills. It's not about that. I watch his gameplay too, man. He, he is cracked, like you said, 100%. So funny yeah. too. <laughs> yeah, like I'd love to watch him go play... Uh, phasmophobia or something like yeah that. he would be i think riot, that would be bro. so entertaining 100 percent. right you want to you want to dip into that jar i mean we can talk about that too what what happens when he switches games yeah you can't facebook. even do it bro can't even do you it you can't switch you games want, on facebook you we can talk about it all day <laughs> yeah. yeah all right so on that note mikey i'm gonna thank you very much for being on here uh it was a pleasure talking to you today twist man thank you for hosting appreciate it hopefully we see you uh back more um we for still sure. got a lot of these to do man so hopefully we get you in the mix a little more uh, once again, Mikey, thank you. I appreciate it. It was good to learn. I learned a lot of stuff about you. I didn't know a few things that you were you were mentioning. And uh, hopefully our viewers as well, anyone watching or listening, hopefully you guys learned lots about Mikey and definitely about Facebook and, and you know, issues and algorithms and all that stuff. But um, that's going to do it for this week, guys. Hope you guys enjoyed it. We'll see you guys back again next week with another RSG member. And uh, until then, peace. Later.